Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast, where mortgage brokers become business owners. And now, your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation. Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast, where mortgage brokers become business owners. I'm your host, Scott Peckford. One of the things that always surprises me when I I talk to a lot of mortgage brokers is how many of them, even after, in some cases, many years in the business, how disorganized they are in terms of their files and how things are going, how many past clients they have. And one of the businesses that I was involved in with my buddy Ryan Wiley was this company called Client Caller. And we, what we would do is we'd actually call people's mortgage brokers databases for them. We had scripting, we had great people. And the business actually didn't work. And the main reason was because mortgage brokers, and I hate to say it, maybe this is not you, but mortgage brokers were not organized enough to get us their list. Like literally we would do everything and we couldn't get the list from them. They didn't have the phone numbers, didn't have the names, didn't know like, and so it ended up being a business that was very frustrating. And so we ended up winding it down and said, you know what, that's not, we're we're not, we're not going to continue down that path, even though on paper, it sounds like a great business. So in the coaching company that we have, when people come in, I would always ask them a series of questions to try to determine, okay, how organized are you and which modules and which things should I get you to work on? And so I had devised these four questions that I've come up with that helped me determine with a very high percentage of accuracy, how organized a mortgage broker is. And I'm going to share those with you in a minute. But before I do, I want to tell you a quick story about a guy that I know who's a mortgage guy, and he used to lend money to bars that that had a beer store attached to them. Talk about niche, right? And I'll talk in one of my future episodes about the importance of a niche. But this guy's niche was so narrow. It was like, we lend on bars and bars with beer stores are our preference. And so because then they've got that recurring revenue all the time. And so he'd done this for 20 plus years and he would go visit these bars because it was like private lending. And so he'd want to see the bar and look it out and everything. And he said, I could determine the fight before looking at the financials. I could tell the health of the bar just by the French fries. And so he called it the French fry test. And I, I found this fascinating. And so what is the French fry test? He said that what would happen is he'd go there at lunchtime. He'd sit down, he'd order lunch. Uh, of course, you know, bars, pub food always has French fries with it. He, and he'd look at the quantity of French fries that they gave him. And a bar that's doing well, well, typically, this is something I learned from him, a bar doing well will, will break even from their lunch crowd and they'll make money in the evening. But when they start losing money, what ends up happening is they go, oh, that's a lot of French fries. They start cutting back on some of the those little things that you don't realize. And so he would basically look at the, the his plate and look at the pile of fries. And if it was a small pile, he's like, I guarantee you their financials are down because they're trying to cut costs. And every time he'd go and look at their financials, he was like, yep, sure enough, they're trying to cut costs because they're, finan- they're having financial troubles. And he determined this just by looking at the French fries on his plate, which is pretty crazy, right? This whole French fry test. So I've got mine. Mine is not as refined as his, but this test of these four questions that we ask clients, and I'm going to get, I'm going to ask you, and this is something you can, you can answer, you know, in your own head, truthfully, or if you're depending on what you're doing, listing this right now. So the very first question that we, that I would ask people is how, and this, this is very specific, by the way. So this, this is not a general, you can't answer these with general answers. So question number one. This is determined how organized you are as a mortgage broker. Exactly how many loans have you funded this year? Exactly. Not, um, I think 60 or 100-ish, like exactly. Okay, it's question number two. And where did those loans come from? So, and I'm going to stop, I'm going to pause here for one second before I get into the other two. So question number one, exactly how many loans have you funded this year? Question number two, where did those loans come from? And now I don't expect most mortgage brokers to be like, oh, Scott, I know this off the top of my head. When I'm on the phone with them, we're, we're doing an intake if they can look that information up and get it within 60 seconds, I'm like, you're organized. If you don't have a hot clue that answers those questions and you're like, if I said to you, hey, you got 60 seconds to go find that and you're like, yeah, I can get that info, then I would say you're fairly organized as a mortgage broker. Okay, that's the first two questions. The last two questions are, the third question is, how many past clients do you have? 
So how many to the number? Not, uh, you know, 500. But if somebody says to me, I got, I can 564. Okay, that person's organized. I'm like, that person knows to the number exactly how many past clients they have because they've actually keeping track of their past clients, right? They would know this. The fourth question we ask is, when was the last time you contacted them? And this one's always disappointing when I hear people say to me, oh, uh, you know, I haven't really got reached out to them recently. Or, you know, my company sends out these random emails and I, that's the last time I did it, which by the way is not enough if you really want to get the most of your database. We can talk about that on a future call. But so here's the four questions again. If you want to determine, this is your French fry test, if you will, for determining how organized you are as a mortgage broker. And if you can get the answer to these questions in 60 seconds, if you can look them up, even if you don't know them off the top of your head, you get extra points for knowing off the top of your head. You don't have to though. So the first question again is, exactly how many loans have you funded this year exactly to the number so if it's the middle of the month you'd be able to say i know i've funded 67 files this year right second question where do those loans come from so can you tell me where the loans came from if i said to you how many of them were from realtors how many of them are for past clients if you're like yeah i can get you that information then you are organized next question third question is how many past clients do you have to the number so exactly how many past clients do you have and then finally when was the last time you contacted them those four questions, if you can't answer those quickly, then that's something that you can go work on. So if you're in terms of like giving you some, uh, a takeaway from this episode, I would say to you that if those answers are hard for you to come up with, or you don't have a hot clue to the answers to those questions, you are going to have a heck of a time scaling your business. You may do it and you may have some success with it, but you are, it's like you have a bucket with a whole bunch of holes in it and you are missing out on so much opportunity working way harder than you have to, to get your business to where you want it to go because you are not organized efficiently. So hopefully that helps you out the French fry test. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about buying a book of business. So let's say somebody wants to sell you their book of business, their past clients. Is it worth it? Should you buy it? If you do, what should you pay? Uh, I've personally sold a book of business in the past. And so I'm going to share with you some insights that I've got, what I've done and what I would do differently if I were to do it again. And that's what I'm going to share in the next episode. And also one last thing before you go, if you could do me a favor, go to wherever you listen to this show, subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And the second thing, if you could leave a review, that would be amazing. I'd really, really appreciate it. For Doggy Chester says, hey, love these podcasts, straight to the point, little nuggets to turn your business around, love their 10 minutes, such relevant info to turn your business around and make more money. Love this. Thank you, Doggy Chester. I don't believe that's your real name. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. I will be seeing you on the next episode. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.